when McDonald's University is a real thing, that means that the industry is saying, we want to educate people our own way. So hey everybody, this is BJ. And I'm Zach. And uh, this is... Another episode of the Unnamed Podcast. But we're, we're coming to you a little bit different today because we are in uh, Kinston at the Holly Jolly Show at the Kinston Community Center. Yeah, kind of new, something something different, a little fresh backdrop, you know, a little audience. There's just yeah, one guy. Yeah, yeah we, we, got, we, 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 got a, we, we need a fan club standing out front so you can see it. We, yeah. we need to send out there a tweet. Uh, everybody who likes us, come. There's right. gonna be nobody to show. <laughs> nobody to show yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, where are those two guys that, that were gonna come stand here and make us look cool? <laughs> so uh, your your dad said um, we got to keep this thing to 20 minutes. All right. So we've got a we've got a little red clock here, and it's going it's counting down. So uh, Rick Holcomb, uh, this is for you. So uh, listen, what's going on this week? What's been happening in business? been super slammed at work this week Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of work stuff going on and then a lot of um, speaking with students young people manufacturing things like hey hey sure that's what I really like right yeah it starts I I do so much of it I'm like dang I think I like that more in my day job (laughs) yeah y'all hear that we are we are definitely recording live get your blue did you got your blue ticket I did (laughs) <laughs> this is put me on blast. I didn't pay to get in. <laughs> oh, we'll wait just a second. All right, I hope that person wins 50 bucks. I hope that person wins. The winner is Ann Hodges. Congratulations to Ann Hodges. You're, you're worldwide famous now. Yeah, Ann Hodges, your name is known around the world. Congratulations. You're a winner. So, uh... But I, I love investing in young people because I, when I look back, you know, I've been, and you've been with me, I've, I've been doing the BJMurphy360.com, and I went back and I shared, I did a video the other day in my car where I just came from that manufacturing day and I had all the eight, eight or 900 students and I was around them a lot. And now I just had this moment of, just need to get this off my chest. And, and so I did a quick video in my car about college and high school and then when I was sharing the video, I went back and looked at BJ Murphy 360 uh, on the .com, some of the podcasts. Mm-hmm. 90% of my podcasts have either been with or about young people. And yeah. I just didn't realize that until the other day. It was kind of cool. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, you do a really good job of bringing them into your guys' place and, uh, and kind of running them through what you're doing. I mean, mm-hmm. that's, that's super cool. Trying to do the same thing. Yeah. Absolutely. So, and, and since you're in industrial 3D printing, what what do you what the, I just imagine that kids just eat that up, man. Yeah, they think it's pretty cool. I mean, yeah, they're like, oh my gosh, you, you just put parts into a thing and you can make whatever you want. And they play with you know some of the trinket parts, stuff like that, and they get really real jacked and excited. Um, you know, some of the thing they generally the question I get asked a lot is like, what do I go to college for if I want to do what you do? And right, my answer to them is. <laughs> Don't you don't have to go to college? Yeah, you don't have to do it. Well, but 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 are there? I mean, are there three D you know commercial three D industrial printing courses around? There's to- a couple. I mean, there's there's some programs you can get into. There's some um, some. There's I think MIT does a little. Uh, they have like a little well, that's, program. That's, that's, that's that nowhere take. nearby here though. Right. right. It's an online. Oh, okay, thing. I got you. So it's it, they do a pretty cool job. I think. Um, there's some other ones. I think University of Louisville offers like a one day class in metals, right. which is kind of really cool. Um, you know, those are at least very direct at what you're trying to get into, though. Well, we, we found the same thing. I mean, the, the, one of the reasons why the students love coming to visit us at, at News News and Magic Media is because 
they see all this cool technology and they want to be a part of it. We got a soundboard, we got a headset, we got these cool mics. Yeah, it's like a podcast kind of feel, cool vibe. Yep. And we're engaged in a lot of the high school related activities. And so a lot of them are really kind of used to what we're doing. And so they want to see, they want to be a part of it. Mm -hmm. uh, but what I have found when it comes to actual live streaming technologies, the software we're using, uh, the 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 how we're going to Facebook and and Vimeo and YouTube, those kind of things they don't necessarily understand all the technical aspects of it. And so when it comes to me going, hey, I got this project I need some help with, I kind of just um, who, who am I going to hire? Who's going to help me with it? Right, right. So we've actually partnered with our Magic Media team is partnering with our local college, Lenore Community College to help develop live stream course that we're hoping is going to launch in the next uh, probably five or six months. Right. And yes. so we're, we're trying our part. But the truth is, Zach, it's kind of selfish in that we need the help. But at the same time, we're giving more than we're ever going to receive because right. the market is going to win. The churches, the nonprofits, the other businesses, probably competitors will win. Yeah. And I'm like, that's okay. Cool. Yeah. yeah, I really am cool with that. Absolutely. Because yeah, I really believe that there's so much in, in your industry and in mine, there's so much that hasn't even be, been tapped yet that the idea that we could play a small part in it getting that ball rolling in our in our backyard, I think is a really cool spot to be in. Yeah, for sure. I think like the way things are changing so quickly with the way like social media as a B2B being in the b2b space is just a whole new thing i think a lot of people kind of struggle with the fact that they think they like what are you gonna go to college to get a degree in social media like they're gonna be teaching you stuff that's not even it was already approved to be a part of that course before right. it even started and they're probably teaching you i mean other than the basics the basics but i think any person if you put in a lot of the time you can learn a lot of the basics just by you know practicing yeah so, so you know that was part of our internship last summer and we're going to rethink i mean this is we're in the november getting close to december of 2019 we're going to rethink how we do our internship next summer uh not because we did anything wrong but because we did a lot of things right mm -hmm. and we want to improve upon it but one of the reasons why we started is because we found that a lot of young people understand the selfies and Snapchat and things like that, but they don't really understand how to speak like the Country Squire Winery, right. like Lines Industries for the Blind, or the Kinston Community Center, or News News, mm -hmm. or Additive America. Mm -hmm. and, and so when you start thinking about how does this platform, how do I communicate to potential buyers, potential customers, uh, p potential partners, it's just not the same as hashtag ded because i'm right. i'm dead you know it's right, just right. it's just different yeah yeah there's definitely a there's definitely a spot there and i think that's where a lot of um i think older entrepreneurs and business people if they are more accepting of like the social and this and that that it is the way to go like kind of like what you're doing you mm -hmm. kind of are like that you have experience with things the traditional way you know that things are going down a certain path right and you're finding people with raw talent in that thing and guiding them along their path and kind of showing them the ways to do it in a productive or with intent um, kind of method. And Absolutely. That's, that's crucial. Like, But you actually are a, a social media practitioner. So if I wanted to get into social media, I could go pay school for four years and be in debt for like 80K. Right. And I'm going to come out and then all that degree gets me is like an interview with you. <laughs> right. And then you're still going to teach me how to actually do it your way. It's right. Yeah, what, what is interesting, and I, I, I haven't read a lot about this, but I have seen enough in the market and headlines that things like 
when McDonald's University is a real thing, that means that the industry is saying we want to educate people our own way. And that's one of the things I love about the community college system. At least, I don't know about other states, but in North Carolina, we've got a fantastic system that is really about, hey, Christopher, is really about the, the um, good to see you, sir. How are you? Uh, no, yeah, but we're good. We're, we're, we're at the Holly Jolly, so we're, we're good. That, that the, the community college system is really about the backyard. And, and uh, you know, when, when it, my, my point in my video the other day, maybe, maybe I'll, I'll link it up or I'll, I'll do something so that I, I, comments or something, what was that S- students and parents, they put too much pressure on themselves to go to four-year. And I'm like, I went, BJ went to a four-year, and I'm better because I did it. But my first year was at the community college, which was the best educational decision I made. But there are plenty of people who could get just a a tech, a vocational um, tech kind of uh, certificate and and start a career in welding and and end up within five to ten years making 60, 70, 80 grand a year, which is significant income in today's society. Absolutely, especially depending on where you live. And that's, you know, that's kind of the, some of the thing that when I'm talking to the kids that come into our places, you know, they're generally asking, like, how do I get into what you're doing? And it's like, well, you know, the, the common question, what do I take in school? What, what major do I do to do what you do? And it's like, well, to be honest, I really think unless I tell kids, what do you want to do? Like, what actually makes you happy? Right. Don't worry about money. Just what makes, I mean, there's kids, there's guys my age that had good jobs that quit them because they get paid more money to open packs of Pokemon cards on YouTube. Wow. Now who's laughing? Wow. The guy opening Pokemon cards because he has a n- super niche following and that's what he does. Right. Or all of his friends that probably make, call it the same money, but they got to go show up somewhere. and this Right. And like, how do you get a degree and I open Pokemon cards on YouTube and people uh. watch that? Now, a lot of old people will be like, yeah, but that's not sustainable and blah, 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 blah. Okay, it's continuing to happen. Right. So, you know, there's just a lot of ways to be successful. Well, and, and I, I agree with you. It really is more about absolute just being happy. happy. Uh, so look, this week I, I made a post about this, I think yesterday. Uh, well, I made a post about that it was coming three or four days ago, and yesterday I saw it, and that is Instagram looks like they have phased out the vanity metrics on likes. In fact, all my phone's up there, so I can't, I can't see – but I was curious. I did a poll uh, on uh, on my Instagram story to see, hey, do you like the idea of Instagram getting rid of the van- van- uh, vanity metrics? And uh, it, it really was tit for tat. It wasn't exactly. So right now, 42% like getting rid of it, 58% hate getting rid of it. And uh, time will tell. I, I will tell you, at a glance, at a glance, I'm cool with it. Yeah, yeah. I, I like knowing. Uh-huh. Hello. Hey, buddy. I like knowing, but um, it, it's not going to ruin my day, right? Well, you can still see yours, right? Right. You can. So. Well, it, it, yeah, you can, but it's it's a little bit challenging. It's, but yeah. gotcha. um, you can kind of click on it and look at others and and, and flip through. But right on, right on. But the reality is, it, it doesn't. If here here's here's the punchline. If that is the reason you're posting. Then you don't even need to be on the platform. Yeah, you're probably devastated today. Right. So my, my point is I post stuff all the time. I could care less about the number of likes or the hearts 
it gets. Yeah. I do I do want engagement because I want to make sure that it's good content, but I, I might uh, adjust putting this or that because I know this may have a better, like I know like a, a, a picture of a puppy is going to do better than a picture of me, right? Now I, right, I get right. that, but I'm not going to necessarily tailor all of my message because of the vanity metrics. Yep. The message is the message. Yeah, I struggle with that some on LinkedIn because as they change their algorithm, I mean, I look every now and then and I'm like, man, video only gets me like X amount of views where it used to get me like 3X views. And then I'll post like a, a still a graphic with no text or something. And then that goes crazy. And I'm like, but I got to remember that me posting the video, even though it gets lower vanity metrics, is actually me making a bigger impact and a tighter connection with the people that are watching the video. So, right. you know, it's a... It plays into my mindset even too. Right. I'm like, I feel like I got to keep up sometimes with the with the metrics, but yeah, it's a, it's an interesting way to look at things, I guess. Yeah. So, uh, what what else is happening? Because um, I mean, I, I've dealt with some HR issues here lately. Um, you, you've you've actually hired your first employee, or is this kind of a contractor? How did you do that? So we did contract on the way that we started out. Um, right. So we're looking to to grow our sales, obviously. So we started there. We get. We're doing a fantastic, well, I feel like we're doing a fantastic job on marketing and we're, we're getting lots of leads into the funnel, but we do not, I just do not have time to do all of that, you know, chase down leads, actually run the printer and things like that. So that's kind of what we've done. We've kind of gone the contractor route right. initially and they're, they're commission based type deals. Mm -hmm. and, you know, you eat, we eat, we're all fat and happy. Yeah. No, I, I when we started, uh, Magimal Media was just me and it was a year and a half in before we started new snooze but when we started new snooze i realized that i could not there was no physical way i could do this by myself that i was i was doing too much but i was right at least i felt like i was right and so i did hire uh my first employee aletha who's who's with us um but also the the way we built our new snooze model the correspondent model was having a lot of correspondents, photojournalists, videographers, people that wanted to earn an extra three, four, five, six, seven hundred dollars a month. Yep. And then that way I could put out more content without as much overhead and had a little bit more flexibility on how many news stories or, or content, how much content you could put out one day. Yeah, absolutely. So it, it helped us. Um, and, and I still think that model, we're still working on the model. I will tell you a challenge that we had here recently is I looked at our labor costs. Uh, on on this news, not because I was concerned that we had too much labor costs, mm -hmm. but I was concerned. Uh, what I noticed was that we needed to grow our gross revenue uh, in relation to the the employee so called labor costs, costs we do have. Mm -hmm. And so that first year, I looked at as as news news being a, a project. This year, I'm looking at it, okay, how do we transition from a project to a business, sure. uh, like a, a legit business? Not that I'm selling it, but but in order for it to sustain, how do we do it? And that's what we're really focused on. So we've talked about going into 2020. I'm I'm already zeroing in that that's what we got to focus on. Yeah, you got your plan in place, and you know that's going to make your holidays a lot more enjoyable. Because <laughs> right. A lot of people get to like they get to Christmas, and then they wake up the next day and they're like, oh, I got a whole week, and I got to get this together. Right. And I've done that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you're you're doing well on that. I like that. Um, 
All right. Well, uh, I know we got we got to visit with some vendors ourselves. I have not gotten up and gone around as much anyway. Uh, and your dad said 20 minutes, and right now we're at a little around 15 or so. All right, so, all right. uh, Rick Holcomb, go, uh, this is for you, brother. Um, <laughs> is there any, any last, uh, any final thought you want to add? No, I mean, I, I'm with you. I'm ready to walk around here and kind of check out some of the local vendors and stuff. And right. um, you know, it's here's another Rick Holcomb one. He goes, "You're so busy." But you go and do that podcast every week. And I'm like, he's totally right. But I know that I have to make time to continue doing the things that I know got me as far as I've gotten so that I can continue to keep moving. And so as much as uh, some of it is a don't forget what got you there. Right. And some of that is on the social media stuff. But it's also, also in putting time in with people in your community. Right. I'm not 3D printing legs or arms or anything for the folks here today right it's just it's building relationships in your community there's talking about being about your community on social media and then there's actually actually being there and doing it and and putting in the time so like you were like you were doing with uh, the christmas tree here here recently yeah so helping put up the christmas tree the community the the community christmas Christmas tree tree. it wasn't just a christmas tree it was i don't have any christmas decorations up at my house but i've been putting up christmas decorations Uh, my my wife is finished (laughs) she's all done she's done well she can bring some of that christmas cheer on over to our place and you know right bring it on (laughs) right uh and uh but but I, i will tell you that you know just like what your, your what your dad said is right. You are you are so busy that you're probably too busy to do something like this. But you're also right, in my opinion, in the long. This is a long game approach. Mm-hmm. The, the the idea of this podcast and this videos is not about today. It's not about making a sale today. It's about building relationships and getting involved in the community and connecting with other folks out there in uh, social media world. Uh, and maybe there's something of value you bring to them that they can help you in return or or maybe not that's not that's not yeah. that's that is not the the the, the it's finish so great right yeah yeah um and by the way our last thought is i also made a video this week because i when i connect with people on linkedin and then the first thing they send me is a sales pitch inbox and so i created a, me- a video on linkedin that was hey if you're in b2b sales and that is the first video you send me that is the first message you send me is hey hey bj thanks for connecting check out my product i might be able to help you and i'm going i actually made a video just for you that said that's the wrong way to do it how about how about how about you kiss me first before you before you 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 do anything else like like try to try to take me out on a date or something um let's Let's rethink our B2B strategy and, and go with, how can I help you? Zach, what can I do to help you? And I think people will, will be better off, better salespeople because of that. So guess what I'm doing? Anytime from now on someone sends me a message on LinkedIn that that is the first message, my reply is going to be a link to my video. Right on. That's smart. I like it. What'll be cool is if you ever see someone send you the message, get the video back, and then take it to heart, reshare the video, and say, "This is really cool." Yeah, I was doing this, and I didn't even realize what I was putting out was so not working. Right. Yeah, that could be cool. We'll see. That's a good thought. I hope that works out. All right. Uh, th- again, this is under twenty minutes. Uh, I'm BJ, and I'm Zach Holcomb, and this was another edition of the Unnamed Podcast. All right, y'all take care, man. <laughs> I love it. <laughs>